Um, so today, I want to announce officially to everybody, starting January 2nd, we are starting our 21 days of fasting. Now, for many people, people don't know what 21 days of fasting means. For most people, it's like, yeah, no, nah, don't, don't count me in. Because most people don't know why we do that. A lot of people think that the Christian fasts because they have nothing better to do. Fasting is expected of every child of God, just like prayer is. Jesus said, when you pray, don't pray like this. And then he said, when you fast, you fast this way, not like this. In other words, prayer and fasting is expected for every child of God. But today I want to talk about why, if you're on the border, uh, uh, on the fence of, of why, uh, uh, on the fence of fasting or not fasting, then today I want to, I want to show you with scripture one of the things that fasting does. Um, because when we fast, we fast in faith. Now last year, we had a lot of testimonies of people that during the 21 days of fasting, there was breakthrough in their life. There was people, Brie shared a very interesting testimony. She had a lot of healing she had to do in her heart, a lot of bitterness. And you may think that's nothing, but let me tell you something. There are Christians and there are people even here to this day that still struggle with something that somebody said, they were offended, whatever it may be, and they still haven't forgiven because they can't. Because you need the power of God to forgive. And so during these 21 days of fasting, God healed Bree's heart without having to go to any therapist or anything like that. God did it all on his own with the power of God. And other people were blessed financially. Other people received miracles. There are many things that happened. And for me personally, one of the things that happened was that this year I stayed incredibly busy as far as ministry. I always wanted to travel since I was young. But then after this year, I'm like, you know what? It's okay if I don't travel because I get tired very easily and being on planes and all this other stuff. Then you go to other countries and then you just miss home. So um, I miss you know, going to Taco Bell at one o'clock in the morning, you know, you're in another country and there's nothing open by 1030 PM because está peligroso. You know, the people are out there. You might get shot. So I'm not going to risk it for a taco. Amen. So, uh, so 21 days of fasting, what does it do? What does it produce? It produces breakthrough. There are people that are struggling with sin. There are people that are struggling with habits. There are people that are struggling with certain desires in their hearts and they can't get rid of it because they don't have the strength to. But let me tell you something. One of the things that happens during 21 days of fasting is that you're consecrating your body, your spirit, everything to God. And during those 21 days is when God begins to work something inside of you. Can you say amen? So 1 Samuel chapter 17. And from chapter 17, we'll start uh, from verse uh, 26. One of the things that's happening in verse 17 is the following. And we all know the story, conocemos la historia. And uh, we know the story about David and Goliath. David went out and he defeated Goliath. But there's something that happens in the story that David did in faith that many people don't really pay attention to. And one of the things, if we're going to fast and pray for 21 days, it's not just to, to, to lose weight. It's not just to go on a hunger strike. We're going to pray. We're going to worship God. We're going to see the supernatural move of God because we've seen it before. But I believe in 2024, you're going to see it in an even more powerful and mighty way in your life. Can you say amen? amen. There's a couple of people that believe with me. But it's okay. As the message progresses, I believe that you're going to believe with me as well. So verse 26, chapter 17, verse 26, and I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. 
It says, David asked the soldier standing nearby, What will a man get for killing this Philistine and ending his defiance of Israel? Who is this pagan Philistine anyway that he is allowed to defy the armies of the living God? Let me paint a picture for you. Something that's happening in this very verse is that the army of Israel, they're standing to fight against the Philistines. But the Philistines have a secret weapon named Goliath. He was a giant. And so this giant is standing in front of all of the armies of Israel and he's defying God. He's saying, your God has no power. He's saying everything that we hear nowadays. And so what ends up happening is that the people of Israel are so scared to fight against this giant that they don't do anything. But then here comes this 16-year-old boy and he asks the question, what will a man receive? What will a man get for killing this Philistine and ending his defiance of Israel? You want to know why he's asking that question? Because anytime that you fight and you defend God's name, you get a reward. There is something that God is going to do for you. God will not forget your sacrifices. God will not forget the moment that you stood up for him and you defended his name, that you fought for his name, that you loved him so much that you wanted to tell people the reality and the truth of God. How many times in school, how many times at work, how many times even at home do people defy God and nobody says a thing? During these 21 days of fasting, what we're going to do is we're not only going to tell the devil, hey, you can't, you're not going to come and attack the church. You're not going to come and attack me because I believe that God has given us victory and I believe we're going to walk in victory. What's going to end up happening is that we're going to see God move in a mighty way. God's going to move in your favor because you're standing up for the name of God. During these 21 days, we're going to consecrate even our social media. We're going to consecrate our hearts. We're going to consecrate all of our lives to God so that he would be glorified. Because any time that a man, even in history, decided to fight for the name of God, God always did something. And so what David is asking is, what's a man going to receive if he kills this Philistine who's cursing God? And what's so interesting is that you can never stand up for God and not receive criticism. This is what the Bible says in verse 28. Says, but when David's oldest, oldest brother, Eliab, heard David talking to the man, he was angry. What was he? Angry. angry. He said, what are you doing around here anyway? He demanded. What about those few sheep you're supposed to be taking care of? I know about your pride and deceit. You just want to see the battle. Who was talking about him? Was it strangers? Was it people from the army? No. Who was it? It was his own brother. And so when you decide to fight for God, even your own people will stand up against you. Don't be afraid because you decided to take a stand against the enemy, against sin, and you decided to stand with God and people begin to talk about you. Oh, you think you're so holy now? Oh, you think that just because you serve in church? Oh, you think just because you're doing the 21 days of fasting? I've heard so many people say that even to their brothers, to their sisters, to, to, from fathers to, to children, from mothers to children. Oh, you think you're so holy, huh? Oh, you think because you're fasting, huh? And you can't let that stop you because the devil will use anybody. Now, pay close attention. The devil will use anybody who is willing to be used by him. That's why you have to guard your heart at all times. That's why you have to guard your heart at every moment. Because anytime you decide to take a stand for God, somebody's going to take a stand against you. It could be your own family. It could be your own friends. It could be your best friends. And guess what? 
the enemy will use anything to try and stop you to try and discourage you. Because the easiest thing, the easiest way to stop a young person, you know what it is? It isn't sickness because young people are, are too stubborn. I got a headache, but I'm still here, bro. Oh, I didn't get enough sleep, but I'm still here, bro. Oh, we were up playing Fortnite all night, but I'm still here. I'll still make They're crazy. So what does the devil do? What does the devil do? He discourages you. Because how many times have you talked to young people and you say, hey, man, what's wrong? This is the response. I don't know, man. I just, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's nothing's the same. It's just, they're discouraged. That's all it is. So what the devil will try to do during these 21 days of fasting from here to January 2nd. And even once you sign up and you say, I'm going to do this, the devil is going to try to discourage you. And then David responded, what have I done now? David replied, I was only asking a question. He walked over to some others and asked the same thing and received the same answer. See, David didn't give up. So what did I do? I didn't do anything. I'm just asking a question. Let me go ask somebody else. What will a man get if he kills this Philistine? Now, let's go all the way to verse 40. All the way to verse 40. And this is where I want to make a pause. Verse 40. You guys got it? Say, I got it. All right. All right. We'll give Sammy a second. You got it? All right. Sammy's got it. Verse 40. It says, he picked up five smooth stones. How many did he pick up? Five. Five. From a stream and put them into his shepherd's bag. Then, armed only with his shepherd's staff and sling, he started across the valley to fight the Philistine. Now let's go to verse 45. David replied to the Philistine, you come with me with sword, spear, and javelin. But I come to you in the name of who? Of the Lord's, in the name of God, in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied, whom you have disrespected. Today, he says, today the Lord will conquer you and I will kill you and cut off your head. And then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and wild animals and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. I want to make a quick pause right there. Because there's so much to unpack, but I'm going to make it quick. How many giants were there? How many giants was David fighting? One. How many stones did he get? Why? Did he not believe in God? Did he not believe that God was going to give him victory? You know what most people think? Well, he got five just in case he missed. And he got another one just in case he missed. How many people live life like that? Well, just in case God doesn't come through, I got the medicine handy. Well, just in case, you know, God doesn't do what he said he was going to do. I have this second job or this third job or just in case God doesn't really provide. I'm going to go ask for somebody to let me borrow money. The Bible says you won't be the borrower. You will be the lender. What does that mean? That in order for you to be the lender, you have to have enough money for yourself and for somebody else. It takes faith to believe the word of God. The problem is people don't have faith. Christians don't have faith. Many of them don't have faith to believe that God will do what the Bible says that he will do. What he said in scripture that he would do. So what's happening here? Does he have five stones because God's not going God, to give him the victory in the first round? When we read scripture, you find out the following. There's a verse that says, the sons of the giant. And when you start reading every single giant, you want to know how many brothers Goliath had? 
He had four. David not only had faith to say, I'm killing this giant, but just in case his brothers come for me too, I'm ready. See, when we step into this atmosphere of faith, in this atmosphere of fighting in these 21 days, there might be a sin that's holding you down. There might be a sin that for 40 days and 40 nights, just like the armies of Israel has been taunting you, has been bringing shame to you. This, uh, there might be a sin that you can't break in your life. But during these 21 days, not only will the Goliath in your life will come down, but his brothers will too. Not only will the addiction to pornography come down, but also depression and everything else that comes tied to those sins. God will give you victory. Can somebody say amen? Can somebody say a loud amen? God will give you victory in 2024. And so stand up and fight. David stood up and fought. And he knew that the first time God would give him victory, you don't have to struggle and fight four and five times. No, God's going to give you victory in the first try. And then he's also going to give you four more stones for all of the other sins that come accompany with fornication, with pornography, with cursing, and everything else that comes that the devil will try to find a way to make his way into your life. God will give you victory. And so the Bible says, he says, you come to me with a spear, with a javelin. You come, with, you come to me with all kinds of stuff. He said, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, in the name of God. The only thing you need in life to be victorious is to be on the side where God is. The only thing you need is the power of God in your life. And you might feel it's towards the end of the year, man, and I feel weak. I've been there. I've gone through the roughest two months of my life of this year. Probably my life. No, probably not my life, but this year for sure. And it's been rough. But I've been pushing and believing and pushing. The first 30 days went by and I still don't see no breakthrough, no victory. All right, let's keep pushing. Let's keep believing. And guess what? Until I finally saw breakthrough in my life. Because if you're facing a battle, the easiest way to lose is to give up. The best way to win is to keep fighting. An old teacher of mine told me one time, if you're walking through hell, don't stop. Keep walking because sooner or later it's over. And the Bible says that David got victory from God. And I want you to pay close attention to what he says. He says, today the Lord will conquer you. And I will kill you and cut off your head. You know what happens is you don't have to fight. All you have to do is walk away. What did David say? The Lord will conquer you. Who will conquer you? The Lord. The Lord. And what will David do? I will kill you. The Lord does the conquering. There might be sin. There might be habits. There might be things in your life that you're struggling with. But who's going to do the conquering? God's going to do the conquering. What do you have to do? Just kill it. See, it's, it, it, has anybody ever... Uh, a couple of months ago, there was a chicken running around. And I had to grab the chicken. I said, salió la gallina. Let's get the chicken. You know how hard it is to get a chicken? But if somebody else grabs a chicken, and you're going to kill it to make una... Caldo, sopa de gallina. What do you have to do? Somebody already did the hard work. They chased it. They got it. It's conquered. What do you got to do? Kill it. You just kill it. You just 
There you go. It's, that's it. Somebody else cooks it. All you have to do is believe that God will fight for you. And God will conquer that sin. And all you have to do is kill the sin and walk away from it. You have to close doors. God's going to conquer that. God's going to put your emotions in check. God's going to put your, 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 your life in check. All you have to do is close the doors. Close the doors and walk away. Say, I'm not going back to that. I'm not going to live that way anymore. I'm done with this. So in these 21 days of fasting and prayer, that's what we're going to see God do. God is going to conquer depression and we will kill it. God is going to conquer pornography and we will kill it. God is going to conquer sin in our lives and we will kill it. Can you say amen? amen. So I want to encourage you to believe that God can do this. He did this with a 16 year old boy and defeated a whole giant. Come ready. Come ready because today, somebody say with me today. Today, today God will give us victory. Say it loud. Today, God will give us victory. He says, and then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and the wild animals. And the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. The only reason why God, not the only reason, but one of the greatest reasons that God will give us victory is so that his name would be glorified. He's doing it because he loves you. He's doing it because he wants to see you live in victory, but he's also doing it because he wants the world to know that they can live in freedom and you can live in freedom too. The Bible says today God will give us victory. God will conquer you and I will kill you and the world will know that there is a God. Say with me, the world, the world. will know that there is a God. Say it loud. The world, the world. will know that there is a God. I know we could, we, we could, sorry, you can stop repeating. That was my fault. <laughs> you guys are so obedient. I'm sorry. I'm used to my generation. We were so rebellious. We wouldn't even repeat. So I know that many times we want the world to know that there is a God because of miracles, because of, uh, of testimonies and all kinds of things. But there is nothing greater than your own testimony that you can say, I used to struggle with this, but God freed me from that. I was sick, but God healed me. And the world will know that there is a God. It's not by how beautiful we sing, how great we play. It's by what God will do in your life. Am I in a room full of people that will live in victory for 2024? Amen. Am I in a room full of people that will see God move in their lives in 2024? Amen. Then for these, the 21 days of fasting and prayer, I'll give you guys specific later, but for the 21 days of fasting and prayer, we're not only going to believe that God's going to break sin amongst us, but God is going to save our families. Amen. Does anybody have unsaved loved ones? then we will believe that they'll be saved. Amen. Is anybody praying and asking God for provision in 2024? Amen. Then we will believe that we will get that. And people will know, oh, we're praying for a husband? Okay, oh, praise God. We got those hermanas right here. Las otras no se quieren casar. You guys want to beat me or what? Quieren llegar a los 40? How many men, we believing for a wife? Men, men, come on. Come on, praise God. Let me hear them, men. Can somebody say amen? amen? That sounds a little better. In 2024, for 21 days, we're going to pray, we're going to fast. But not only that, I want you to hear me out. Not only that, 
but I believe we will have a greater move of the Holy Spirit among young people. Amen. God will use you to minister to people. To minister to the lives of those in need in 2024. For all of you that say, God, I want you to use me. God's going to use you. But we're going to dedicate the first 21 days of 2024 to Jesus. And you're going to see, you're going to laugh. You're going to take a picture at the beginning for New Year's. And then you're going to take a picture in December 31st, 2024. You're going to say, wow, look how far we've come. Amen. Amen. All right. I want you to stand to your feet. And I want to pray for you. So we're going to see God move in a mighty way. Amen. Amen. We're going to see our lives changed. Amen. We're going to see our unsaved loved ones saved. Amen. We're going to see sin broken off of our lives. Amen. And God will be glorified. Amen. And the world will know that there is a God. Amen. Come on, lift up your hands with me and begin to thank God. Say, God, thank you. Thank you for victory. Thank you, Lord, because in the Bible there is there are promises that I can walk in victory. Thank you, Lord, because in the Bible I read that you are with me. Father, I thank you.